0: plushcare.com slash weight loss guys it's my birthday um you're probably like go go spend your birthday have some fun do something away from work but there's actually (laughs) this is maybe sad i love this works so much. I love making this podcast for you so much that I actually thought what an incredible opportunity to do a reflection episode because this season has been one of the biggest, boldest, most difficult seasons to probably hear. Um, I know it's bring, it, it's brought me so much joy to create this season for you, but it has been difficult. Um, I have no voice. So please pardon me at the moment. I do sound like another woman. It has been gone for about two weeks. And as a podcast host, that's really an issue. Anywho, I want to start by talking about Adam Whittington, who is the pedophile hunter. Big episode, quite controversial. Um, I didn't think we would get trolled because of this ep. Um, It's always quite surprising the reactions that people have to certain episodes. A big one was the betrayer. You were mad, so mad at him. This is another one. People had really strong feelings about this episode, so much so that we started to get bots sent to the deeper Instagram page, like, like tens of thousands of bots, which is a real bitch. So... One of my team members said this generally happens when someone is trying to shut your in like your Instagram page down. They'll like buy a heap of bots to go there so Instagram thinks there's something up and they shut you down. I was like, holy shit. So we're working on that. The fun part is we need to delete them one by one and I think we've got like 20 or 30,000 bots to delete. Um, so that is not a vibe but I thought, whether you loved or hated Adam or his way of working or his way of conversation or even some of his beliefs that he posts on his own page, you can't deny that there was really helpful information in there to keep children safe. So I thought quite a vital episode. He's a very interesting character. But, yeah, that was a big one. You guys weren't sure about that. We had the gorgeous Mel gigolo. <laughs> That got you guys frisky. Denny came on to discuss um pronouns, um, they, them us. Just recently, we launched the deeper part of this conversation, which we did on another day, and it was all around exploring queerness and also having that robbed from you. If you've listened to the episode. I think it's resonated a lot. I've had a lot of you in my DMs, just like one, just a second ago, I'm going to read it to you. This episode got me real deep, part of the bun. I was bullied at school for attempting to explore this side of myself, her queerness. Then when I was in my twenties, I would often find myself in the toilets exploring in secret with other girls, never out in the sober daylight. I'm now married with two beautiful kids. My husband lets me, when we're out drinking, sneak a cheeky kiss from another female. But I definitely have a piece missing. But if I was married to a woman, I feel like I'd have the same longing for a penis. So many messages like this where men and women are in my DMs going, society or religion has squashed this part of me that I really wish I got to look at that I really wish I got to try. Now I'm married or I have children or I'm 50 or whatever it is, and I feel like I have been robbed of exploring my queerness. So I really appreciated Denny navigating that conversation with me. I overshared a lot. I was actually a bit worried about the media and also my husband because I didn't want any of it to seem disrespectful or um, like I was – overstepping a line, but I've also felt like that part of me was robbed. So that takes me to talk about the deeper. I was going to wait a second, but we launched this subscription with Apple as an exclusive, and I know all you Android listeners right now have been very patient. You're a little bit pissed off at me. I promise you it's coming. We're working out the logistics. It'll happen next month. You'll be able to access all of the um, catalogued, deeper episodes, as well as the new ones, we're working that out for you. You will get access. Um, but for everyone that has currently listened, it wasn't Apple exclusive. It was very serendipitous how all of this came about. We were about to launch on all platforms for everyone, and Apple got in touch and gave me this incredible opportunity I'm going to have to read it to you guys because the launch has been something I have been wanting to do for a long time. As you guys know, I've been very open with you. I make no money off this and I was becoming fatigued at running at a loss, paying this huge team a lot of money, paying my nanny money, paying a studio money and not feeling um, I guess valued um in an exchange of you know financial for my time, and was worried that this would come to an end. I know I'm repeating myself, so I saw that as I still want the deep to run, I still want it to be able to be able to service everybody um but there needs to be a way that I can pay cover my costs and Pay myself, you know, that's just a natural thing that I think we need to value when we're in the arts and we are a creator. I think a lot of people assume that the content is just free from social media to podcasting, especially. Everyone has this um, righteousness that podcasting is a free service and it doesn't matter and I'm not paying, but they don't understand the back end that, you know, we're two years in, we're over, I can't, I don't want to even say, but, you know, we're almost at a hundred thousand dollars at a loss maybe. So it it, it it needs to make sense, you know, um, for me to continue. Um, also to feel valued and to have the energy to keep going So, really interesting information from Apple on the launch. We are a top five podcast subscription in ANZ, a top 25 subscription globally, and the fastest subscription launch in the ANZ with the top five podcast affiliate partner globally, which for little old me, like I could cry. It just means that you value this work and that you value these conversations and you value this connection. And it's such an honor, an an absolute honor to have that acknowledged in black and white, but also just you guys turning up for me and for us and for the team. And to say, like, it now makes me go, holy shit, I can do this. What a privilege that I can get to do this. I don't think I ever have to go back to mainstream media again. I can just create this content on my terms with the people that I feel really need their stories heard. Like such a fucking blessing. What a gift. This is my birthday present. What a gift from you to me. So for everyone that has signed up, has subscribed, is a member, I fucking thank you so much And I also know you love it because the content is strong and it was my intention to over deliver for you guys. I know it's $1.25 a week, (laughs) which I don't think you can buy even a banana for $1.25, but it's $1.25 a week. And I wanted you guys to get immense amount of value and to have shifts. And, And it has now allowed me to go into these confessions myself, explore and share parts of myself with you in a really safe way. So that takes me to the next part, which was the DV conversation. Um, Holy moly! It was, oh God, so hard for me to do that episode with Sean. So grateful that he got to guide me through that and hold the space. He's such a talented podcaster and creative but also one of my best friends that I felt really safe with but I have to be honest like leading up to that I had diarrhea excuse me TMI um really upset stomach really nauseated nightmares um there's still you know and always will be a part of me that feels so unsafe and that he's gonna come get me you know it's irrational and I know that, but I did it and not only got to share this part of me with you all that are in the deep membership, and I need you to know that that was a conscious choice. I chose to share it with the deeper audience because I believe, you know, it's not someone coming into the deep for the first time, having no context. Uh, Who am I? What am I doing? What am I? You guys have been around for two years. I believe you guys that have subscribed have listened, have been there with me through the growth of this, have heard the most horrendous situations, had empathy. You have had your mind blown like I have, and you were willing and ready to hold the space for me. And I felt safe in the deeper community to do that. And it had to be two years into this process. It had to launch and it had to be shared with our relationship and our bond being strong enough that you could hold that for me. And when I stopped recording, I said to Sean, It's shit. That was shit. It was a shitty interview. I don't think it was enough. I didn't even cry. Why did I just cry about the dog? I've never cried about the dog. It was like I was processing a new level of grief. But I wanted to, this sounds really weird, but I wanted it to be emotionally jarring and moving for all of you and I wanted you to cry with me and and I didn't cry at all of the abuse and I didn't think it was enough. And I realized after that talking to my therapist was – The reason in which um, the tears weren't there is there's two parts. One of those parts was I have grieved a lot of it and um, healed a lot of that trauma, a lot, a lot, a lot. And the other part was because I am legally bound to not give any identifying factors, I wasn't able to share um, the other traumas which were linked to that which are so sad. And I think I felt um, a little bit gagged, you know, uh, and, and definitely pissed off that I still have to protect a abuser. So that is the reason for that. But afterwards, you know, the team heard it, and I just had to be really honest with me, like, is it enough for them? You know, I know you guys have such a high standard of what you expect from episodes. I just wanted it to be enough for you. And they were like, you are so desensitized to this abuse. You are so, it's such a victim mentality that this is so shocking and so awful and it is more than enough and they need to hear this. So out it went and the press got hold of it and um, I ran with that. I thought this is a real opportunity for women to connect with me and know part of my story. And I was sobbing in tears with the love and the support, but all of your stories, all of you that have survived domestic violence, like that just fucking breaks my heart. The stories in my inbox, in my DMs, of I've never told anybody this thing and sharing your story and the, that is my story, but you were saying it out loud and I actually didn't think it was abuse till I heard it. All of these versions of your truth was just heart-wrenching but also allowed me to feel really connected to you. Um, and I know the Android listeners are going like, for fuck's sake, stop talking about it you will hear it and it will give us another opportunity to bond because I will hear from all of you too. So that was a real, not just career highlight for me, but a real personal accomplishment to be able to fight through the fear and be able to share that with you. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you for holding me, loving me through that experience. That was so scary, but it's also given me the courage now to go even further with you on the deeper with my own personal confessions and stories and insights and revelations. Um, we had Nix, who was the mother who lost it all, part one, part two, the most fucking horrific story. Like, holy shit. You know, something that really resonated with me, and this is going to be so controversial to say, but that element of drug saved me, you know? When she said drug saved me, the meth saved me, because if I didn't go to that thing to numb... I would have killed myself and then I wouldn't have even have had that experience to turn everything around for my other children and I've had other recovered drug addicts go the drug saved me too and I think that is such a important statement to to revel in to go we look at drug addicts and we look at um you know that as a surviving tactic and we just judge, blanketly judge all drug addicts. And I do that too. Not yes and no, you know, I think I, because, um, we've had addicts in our family, I think I have a much lower tolerance, which is a real shitty thing to do. Um, and also because I really wanted to turn to drugs in my lowest point and I didn't, I think it's not fair, but I wouldn't be honest with you. If I said I didn't, I don't sometimes have a lot of tolerance for that relapsing, reoccurring bullshit. You know, I remember reading um, Red Hot Chili Peppers' front man, Anthony Kiedis's autobiography, and I towards the end I had to put it down. I was just like, fucking give it up. And I think that is something that I have to learn and grow through as well is this real understanding of addiction, you know. I've never sat in the depths of addiction, and I think Nick's really helped me through that. Um, and that's the gift of the deep, you know, is even me with my preconceived ideas are smashed out of the water as, as soon as I connect with someone like that. So she was and, and is such a beautiful human being. And she, I can share with you all, is pregnant um, with a bubba that's due in December. So we're so excited for you, the next deeper ep was Sam Frost. Holy shit. Also very awkward for me. You know, when I said that I was, for context, those of you who don't know Sam Frost, she is a, um, ex-reality star from The Bachelor, then The Bachelorette, then was a radio host, then on Home and Away. And, um, recently got cancelled for a big rant that she did on COVID, vaccinations, etc. And, um she got cancelled and the uh, I shamefully can say I shared um, one of Tarang's posts which was shaming her um, because of the use of the word segregation in a poor way. You know, I, I I try to be a huge ally for the POC community and it was a moment that I felt that I had to stand up and say something and what I didn't realise in that moment was She was having this huge pile on and it was very detrimental to her and her mental health. And I'm not excusing her use of words or the way she did that. You'll hear that in the episode. But that was a fucking uncomfortable moment for me as a interviewer to sit across somebody and admit that I was one of those people that piled on. Like, I feel shitty and shameful about that now. Um, And that's a lesson for me too, but it was a powerful moment to sit across someone like that and own that. Um, But also state the fact that does she understand the impact of those words? And what I thought was really beautiful about that episode was she still said, I actually still don't understand the extent and I don't know what to do. And um, I didn't want to just put up an apology box, a black box, on my Instagram like all the celebrities do. And I thought, fuck, that is actually really fucking powerful. Like good on you for owning that um, and being flawed. Like she just said, I'm I'm just, you know, I fuck up and I make mistakes. And I thought that was just a really interesting conversation and I will never shy away from sitting in the discomfort from the, from all of that. Um moving on to The Brothel Babe, one of my fave chickies, Alice. We've actually really connected outside of that interview and we honestly adore each other, which was such an unlikely couple or maybe we're not. Yeah, I think she connects and loves the part of me as a mother and how she sees me mother my kids online and I think she yearns for that and there's a part of me that just loves her, you know, all that she is all and how she shifts me and the way I have seen my body and look at my flaws and my sexuality. She's just been so impactful to me. There is the most exciting conversation coming up with her on the deeper, um, how to give the best blowjob, as well as other insights into the brothel world that It were too much for the free version. Um, It also comes with a video, (laughs) an actual video on how to suck a dick, suck the best dick in the world. You need the video. You need to hear it. It is also the way that I am in the video. Like I become quite sexual, like the way I'm sitting and the way I'm touching like my body, (laughs) I think I'm really in the in the zone, so I'm really excited for you guys to see that and give me your feedback and also try it out and come back to me. And don't worry, ladies, there is a deeper episode with the gigolo on how to eat the best pussy, how to eat the pussy the best way. So I will never leave you stranded. It's not just a chauvinistic view of pleasuring men. Uh uh-uh. This is all about the women too. I just fucking love my job. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Then we moved on to my first confession. There are so many confessions, guys. The first confession was what's in my top drawer, and you guys were lolling, like the messages I got, especially about the vibrator. Um, this is on the deeper membership, um, especially the vibrator and the insights into the lube and all of it was just so awesome. The withdrawal method stuff. Like I just love how we are. It's just like we're mates and you're like me too, me too. And we're just so connected. Um, So I really loved revealing that part. Um, There's so many more coming, which you're going to love. On that, there's been a few requests about sitting down with my husband, Benji Marshall, and asking him how he feels about all this shit. How does he feel about me revealing what's in the top drawer? How does he feel about me revealing things, intimate things about our sex life? Um... You know, we, I'm going to be talking about the sex therapist we went to that changed. I mean, it's always been great sex, but this is like, holy balls, another level. Um, uh, talking about our therapy, just normal therapy, couples counseling, all of these things that are very private, what he's um, feeling about me sharing these things. Also I haven't actually sat down and spoken to him about this yet but we'll do that all in a recording is how he felt about the DV episode and that going live. Um, If you do have any questions for Benji on any of this content flick them through and I'll ask him. I'm just going to kind of be interviewing him as an interviewer. I'm really interested to hear what he says. I don't know if he is or isn't comfortable so it could be not a fun convo for me Um, next episode for the deep was the leukemia baby Um, just heart-wrenching, horrific insightful, helpful but the implication on the family dynamic as a whole personally Bobby fucking financially how fucked up. Um, there's been an outpouring of love and support for you guys. You guys can just go to her episode, her handles there for Instagram. If you want to help out, there's been a beautiful, um, offers. Like even a, a woman said, I want to decorate, I can't offer much, but I want to decorate Bobby's bedroom for him. And they've organized to do that. There's been, um, I think Donations and different types of donations and pampering and things. And I know she's so grateful. They're living on those don- donations financially. So if you can afford to give even three bucks, five bucks, like there's a lot of you listening right now. A dollar. If you gave a dollar to her, there's thousands of you guys. That's going to change her life. That's going to pay her rent. That's going to help with medical bills. That's not covered. His drugs, his surgeries are not covered. Um, so uh, you, no pressure, but if you can, please do. Or if there's something you want to just send a meal, she'd take anything. So toys, whatever it is. Um, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This episode, The Sex Addict's Partner. <sighs> I think we've done 92 episodes of The Deep. I thought it was 70. I keep saying 70, but... It's 92. And a lot of them have shaken me to my core, have been horrific, have been traumatizing. Have, like, But this one, this episode was so hardcore. And thank God for the Deeper, because my team was like, we cannot air this. Like, there's a duty of care that we can't put, we cannot put this on free to free the, the, the deep. There is no way. People have to be ready, willing to hear the uncut version. Oh my God. So we put an edited version that we thought was a little safer on the deep and it was still hardcore. The deeper uncut version, there are things that we discuss that will never leave me. Never, ever, ever, ever leave me some of the most, oh my God, horrible, devastating, just mind-blowingly depraved is the word, things that could be done to someone. Because it, it wasn't just a sex addict moment. It was rape. It was domestic violence. It was pushing someone so beyond their safety, comfort. I put it up on social media and you guys were, you felt like me. It was something that you needed to hear. You actually loved hearing because we are, I think, all very curious about the different ways people have survived and lived. But you were definitely fascinated and shocked. You know, the deeper is where we will place more of that shocking content because I think it um, has an understanding that when you go deeper, it is kind of what – and I'll always give you safety warnings and trigger warnings and all of that, but I don't think any of us will ever look at a 2.5-litre Coke bottle – the same way again, ever, 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 ever. The apple, I mean, and and that's the thing about this episode. It was one level. And then she's like, it's not the worst. It's not the worst. When we got to the end, the the final level, I mean, he was just not going to stop, you know? Uh, That was, yeah, holy shit. Holy shit. Even one of you got into my DMs and said, can we please do an episode on bestiality? And I was like, uh uh, first of all, illegal. Second of all, unethical. I don't even know how to begin that. So I don't think we will be doing that. Never say never, but I just don't know. Unless I spoke to like therapists that have worked with people or something. I just don't think that we could speak to someone that does that. I just don't even think I could. Oh, I don't even, I just don't even, I don't, and you guys, I mean, yes. So, um, we then had a episode about a little bit lighter, shifting gears, the Crunchy Cult, which I didn't even know was a thing and we won't get into it. You can listen to the episode on the deep, but here I am also thinking, oh shit, I think I'm a bit crunchy. Like, I like to do holistic, alternate, natural things as well. And then she was like, there is a spectrum. But the impact that it has had on her mental health and her life, but also that she believes that it is a cult and people are being indoctrinated into it and then being outed or outcasted or whatever if they don't comply. Like, it there are so many subcategories and sub-levels of humanness that we don't even know. And I am beyond excited to give you next season as well, what we have in the bank and what is coming up. Um, I just want to say something. We have been talking to and discussing um, high school shooting survivors way before Uvalde happened. Um, It's a process. It's a very delicate process to connect with people and discuss this and create a bond before we start the conversation that is coming up. I don't know when, but I have um, an incredible guest to discuss with us. Um, I just can't believe that I get the privilege of talking to these people. Like what a gift. We're also going to be talking to someone in the Ukraine That is surviving there at the moment. It was a very interesting conversation because we obviously had a translator. So it's a very different um, episode, but powerful, powerful, painful. It just, I I just, what we have coming up for you is so wonderful. It's incredible. I'm honored to be able to hold the space for you. I want to thank you, everybody, for giving me the gift of doing this. fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, everybody. It is Zoe here. Change is coming to the deep. I want to welcome you to Arise. It's uplifting. It's quirky. It's curious. It's all about the mindset and self-discovery to be more helpful and of service. During 16 of the Deep, you will hear some of these episodes, and I'd love to hear what you think of them over on our Instagram at What's the Deep.